Please be seated. The Christmas season is the season of light, and for good reason. In the Gospels, Jesus is called the light of our world. When Jesus was born, the shepherds were frightened by a great light. The wise men from afar followed a great light in the sky to Jesus' birthplace. We use symbols today to symbolize the light that Jesus has brought and continues to bring into our world. He guides in the darkness of discouragement, hopelessness, and confusion. He lights our paths that we might find our way to following God. We who call ourselves followers of Jesus Christ are to be lights in our own world, helping others to see the way to know God. The prophet Isaiah says, The people who walk in darkness will see a great light. Those who live in a dark land, the light will shine on them. Advent candles. When we light the Advent candles leading up to the Advent, each candle symbolizes a different aspect of the light of the world. The first Advent candle is the candle of hope. In Jesus, there is hope. Because of God's love at work through him, we can have hope that our lives can be better, hope that our relationships can be healed, and hope that we will be with God in eternity. It is this hope in Jesus that can enable us to live with joy. Apostle John says, This is the message we have heard from him and announced to you, that God is light and in him there is no darkness at all. If we say that we have fellowship with him and yet walk in the darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. But if we walk in the light as he himself is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. And the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from all sin. The Savior did come for to die For poor sinful people like you and like I I wonder as I wander Out under the sky When Mary birthed was in a cow stall with wise men and farmers and shepherds and all but high from God's heaven a star's light did fall and the promise of ages it did did recall if Jesus had wanted for any we think a star in the sky or a bird 
God's angels in heaven for to see. He surely could have it, for he was the king. I wonder as I wonder out under the sky how Jesus the Savior did come for to die for poor sinful people like you and like I I wonder as I Out under the Next is lighting of the Advent candle. I think we already did that. So let's worship. Let's stand, if you're able. And let's sing together. Come, thou long-expected Jesus, born to set thy people free from our and sins release us. Let us find our rest in thee. Israel's strength and consolation, hope of all the earth thou art. He desire of every nation, their hearts of gold. Peace on 
to win from heaven's all gracious King. The world in solemn stillness lay to hear the angels sing. seated for the kids message this year we're going to do a little different tradition we have the manger up here for the nativity and I have a story I'm going to read you called the giving manger we have a copy of this for every single kid street family so please see me after church in the um, vestibule and find me uh, to take this home all year we would wait with joy and delight to receive a wood toy on Christmas night. 
Father would carve them with love and care because we had little money to spare. One Christmas was different. A new tradition began. On Thanksgiving, Father told us the plan. Children, we will give more gifts this year. More than one. I was thrilled to hear. The giving will start on the first day of December. Those days of waiting were the longest I remember. On December 1st, I ran downstairs to see just what special thing my first present would be. No wrapping, no presents were there. Just a simple wood manger Father made with care. Children, this manger is my gift to you. Listen, and I'll tell you just what to do. This Christmas will celebrate the gift of all. Jesus Christ is born, a baby so small. Throughout his life, Christ always was giving, loving, serving, and never receiving. This year, we will offer gifts back to him by serving others, giving gifts from within. Each time you serve someone, you also serve Christ. Remember the scripture we read last night? Inasmuch as ye have done it unto one of the least of these, my brethren, you have done it unto me. Matthew 25, 40. As you serve others, you also serve Jesus. That is the message this scripture teaches. Each time you serve, put a straw in the manger. Serve your brother, your mother, a friend, or a stranger. I felt sad that this manger was all I could get. Dad said more gifts. I couldn't forget. I noticed my brother had tears in his eyes. I could not remember ever seeing him cry. I cannot believe Dad would do this, he said. He promised us gifts, then just gave us this bed. We don't ask for much, just one measly toy. Why is he taking our Christmas joy? That morning was filled with frustration and anger. I wanted to throw away the manger, but... When I got home from school that day, the manger held ten new pieces of hay. My chores were all finished. My laundry all done. A note on my bed said, Anne, go have fun. My mother had worked hard serving me. Gifts aren't always found under the tree. It was my turn to serve and to give to others. I'd follow the example of Christ and my mother. I thought about Jesus that if he'd been there, he'd want me to love, he'd want me to care. I started to give by washing dishes, then cleaned off dad's boots and gave him kisses. I wrote a kind note for my brother Ben, placed straw in the manger, went to bed with a grin. But Ben was still mad, refused to join in. I decided I'd fix it by serving him. While Ben did his homework, I snuck out the door and shoveled the snow his least favorite chore. The next day I saw him put straw in the manger. Gone was the sadness, disappointment, and anger. He'd woken up early, headed out to the shed, building and painting a baby doll bed. He'd made this gift for the girl down the street. They had no toys or money and little to eat. I asked my mom if we had food we could spare. We walked to her house, hoping no one would hear. We knocked, left the gifts, and ran away, hid behind a bush to hear what they'd say. Jane opened the door with tears in her eyes. Our prayers were answered. Look at this surprise. 
As we walked away, I looked up at Ben. We serve Jesus, Annie, by helping them. Now I see what serving really can do. It brings joy to those who serve and changes you. On Christmas, the manger was full. We'd done it. The father, then Father told us there was one more present, a small baby Jesus carved by our mother, so simple, so humble, and like no other. You did it, my children. The manger is full, full of service and love. The baby it now holds. Baby Jesus had no crib for a bed, but you gave him this manger filled with love instead. So we will practice serving others this holiday season.
the wreath. Probably one of the most familiar Christmas decoration is the wreath, made of boughs from the evergreen. They were once used before the time of Christ to symbolize longevity and health. Now as Christians, we use the evergreen to symbolize the eternal nature of the life we have in Jesus Christ. The Bible says, and this is the record, that God has given us eternal life, and this life is in the Son. He that hath the Son hath life, and he that hath not the Son of God hath not life. By receiving Christ as Savior and committing your life to him, you too may experience this eternal life. Behold, the days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will raise up for David a righteous branch, and he will reign as king and act wisely, and do justice and righteousness in the land. In his days, Judith will be saved, and Israel will dwell in security. And this is his name by which he will be called the Lord our righteousness. The gospel story focuses on a specific event the birth of God's Son, Jesus. While we focus on this historical occasion, let us not forget the individuals that made it possible as they worked with God. The lily we use symbolizes the purity and innocence that characterized Mary, the mother of Jesus. She was just a young girl, innocent and untainted by the world, she must have been a very special person for God to choose her for this task. She was willing to risk losing everything so that she might carry God's son and bear him as her child. The straw that we place as part of this service symbolized the simple nature of Jesus' birth. There was no fancy room no elaborate facilities for Christ, for Jesus' birth. In fact, he was born in the back stable of an inn already full of weary travelers, surrounded by animals, wrapped in an old blanket. This is where Jesus, the Son of God, began his earthly life. Isaiah in chapter 7 foretells, Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, a virgin will be with child and bear a son, and she will call his name Emmanuel. Then Luke in chapter 2 writes, Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the city of Nazareth to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem because he was of the house and family of David. 
in order to register along with Mary, who was engaged to him and was with child. While they were there, the days were accomplished for her to give birth. And she gave birth to her firstborn son, and she wrapped him in cloths and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. Please remain seated as we continue to sing and worship together. Unto 
certain shepherds brought tidings of the same. How that in Bethlehem was born the Son of God by name. Oh, tidings of comfort and joy, comfort and joy. Oh, tidings of comfort and joy. Oh, tidings of comfort and joy. Good morning. Throughout the Gospels, we see the followers of Jesus being sent out with a message to tell the world. The angels told of Jesus' birth. The disciples were told to go into the villages. The followers of Jesus were told to go to all nations of the world with the message of Christ. The Christmas bells symbolize the ringing of the message of Jesus into a world that was desperate to hear a message of hope. The world today is still listening for a message of hope. Jesus is the hope of the world. As we observe the hanging of the bells in our service and observe them throughout this season, let them remind us to constantly ring out the message of Jesus Christ. From Luke 2, 8 through 12. In the same region, there were some shepherds staying out in the fields and keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord suddenly stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terribly frightened. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy, which will be for all the people. For today, in the city of David, there has been born for you a Savior who is Christ the Lord, and this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in clothes and lying in a manger. Let's continue to sing together. I heard the bells on Christmas Day, their old familiar carols play, and wild and sweet the words repeat of peace on earth, good will to men. I thought how as the day had come, the belfries of all Christendom had rolled along the unbroken song of peace on earth, good will to men. And in despair I bowed my head, there is no peace on earth, I said, for hate is strong and mocks the song of peace on earth, good will to men. And hear the bells more loud and deep, God is not dead nor doth 
shall fail, the right prevail, with peace on earth, good will to men. Till ringing, singing on its way, the world revolve from night to day, a voice, a chime, a chant sublime of Jesus came into the world for a specific reason, so that humanity may know God. Jesus puts it like this, To this end I was born, and for this cause I came into the world, that I should bear witness unto the truth, that everyone that is of the truth heareth my voice. Paul said that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners. John said the Son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. Jesus came to give us forgiveness of sins, and eternal life. He died that we might live. As we decorate the tree, we recognize that it is the focal point in our service. It's centrally located in our place of worship. Let the tree remind us of our responsibility to make Christ the center of our lives and challenge us to make him the focal point of all we do. Micah the prophet wrote, and it will come about in the last days that the mountain of the house of the Lord will be established as the chief of the mountains. It will be raised above the hills, and the peoples will stream to it. Many nations will come and say, Come and let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, and to the house of the God of Jacob, that he may teach us about his ways, and that we may walk in his paths. For from Zion will go forth the law, even the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. And he will judge between many peoples, and render decisions for mighty distant nations. Then they will hammer their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks. Nation will lift up sword against nation, and never again will they train for war. Each of them will sit under his vine and under his fig tree, with no one to make them afraid, for the mouth of the Lord of hosts has spoken. Why don't you come and join me, and we'll do this socially distanced, of course, and help me decorate the tree. You have the decoration in your hand. If you didn't get one coming in, they're on the front pew. Come and join me as we sing. Of his love and wonders of his love and 
Merry Christmas. See you next week.